Happy Friday, sister. Thank everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it uh, looks like uh, the market snapped back, so that's a good thing. Uh, the uh, the Dow Jones moved higher. Um, the beaten down tech stocks uh, basically were some of the best performers. So, wow, it's uh, um, you know, I wouldn't get you know, I'm kind of excited, but uh, not too excited because this could be. You know, this could be just kind of a dead cat bounce. I hope that it isn't, but you know, I'm kind of suspect it is. But, uh, um, but uh, definitely, uh, you know, definitely looking good. Um, you know, in in uh, what we're what we're looking at. Just wanted to get into kind of the uh, the Twitter deal uh, with Elon Musk. I read this uh, today in Zero Hedge, which, by the way, if you're if you're interested in a really good site that has some excellent insight, I think uh, recommend Zero Hedge to everybody out there. Um, interestingly enough, what they're trying to figure out is um, they're trying to figure out the calculation um, of the fake accounts, the the spam accounts and, you know, the fake accounts. They think it's less, they think it le represents less than 5% of the users, but they're not sure. So basically, Elon said that he's still committed to the acquisition of Twitter um, and he expects the deal to close. So, you know, there you go. Um, interesting, uh, Kind of what happened there, we, you know, we were down, of course, um, you know, on the news yesterday that, you know, the, the, he probably was going to back out of the deal. I wasn't sure either. I mean, I, I figured, well, you know, maybe he just did this in order to sort of gain some traction, you know, um, you know, with uh, with people get kind of do a shake up. And that's definitely what's happened. But interestingly enough, um, it is down after uh, it was down today and then it's up after hours. So kind of a whipsaw thing. Um you know, I'm not trading it just because it's just too political for me. I mean, you know, I don't think it's really based on anything but, uh, you know, basically, basically Elon and, and, and Jack Dorsey. And it's all too much for me. So I'm kind of steering clear of it. But very interesting, uh, very interesting debate going on here, of course, with, uh, with Twitter. But it was a down today and then after hours after the announcement up a little bit. So the question is, you know, what's going to happen? Who knows? Uh, but uh, I kind of recommend, I, I wouldn't be, you know, I'm not a buyer of it. So, uh, but very, very interesting, very, very interesting stuff. Uh, anyways, I decided to close the bear put spread on Shopify. And part of the reason I did was because it, uh, it looks like, you know, there was, there was some good news on Shopify. Uh, it's called the U.S. Endeavor uh, Group Holdings. Uh, and they basically, said, hey, the, the, the Q1 uh, metrics topped expectations. And so they raised guidance on it, which is interesting. I mean, it was real, it's really been under pressure, Shopify. And I, you know, I was taking advantage of that. But I did close it. Uh, you know, when I looked at the open this morning, I was like, no, <laughs> I think I got to close this one because I'm a little bit late to the party. But so um, anyways, that's, that's kind of the, that, that's, that's kind of long and short. I did close that trade. Uh, my other trades, you know, uh, you know, Mixed results, of course, um, because I'm I'm net short uh, on the market right now. I uh, you know that's kind of that's that's kind of where I'm at. I'm net short on the market, but basically here's here's kind of the kind of the scorecard. Trying to keep the scorecard for me, um, you know, we are still up on the on the Boeing trade. That just you know, even though it did bounce a little bit today, it still continues to move lower. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 still it still continues to move lower. So. 
Um, but, uh, you know, so I do think I'm going to be in this one, continue to be in this one. Even though we did move up today about 3%, it's still, you know, the value of Boeing is just is sort of underwater. We started this. We started the spread here. So we're up about four hundred two dollars on this one so far. Probably going to let it run, um, you know, into uh, expiration. That would be in June. Uh, and if that's true, it'll be worth about five hundred sixty five dollars at the expiry. So uh, that one that one looks fairly decent. Um, also wanted to show you the other uh, barefoot spread that I have on. That's on Salesforce. Salesforce did pop up today again. Uh, you know, it did it it did it did move up. So that the value of that one did go down a little bit, uh, a, a little bit. But we're still in the green on that one. Uh, we started up here, and then currently the the value of the spreads about 180. So I'm going to continue holding this one again. This is in the June expiry, and if we hold this one all the way to that expiration, that's on June 15th. Uh, this this spread will return about $225. Not a lot, but uh, definitely like it now. Currently, it's up about $180. So that is looking fairly decent as well. <laughs> um, now, uh, now, to get to the ones that are not working quite as well as the other ones, uh, the, the main, this one, Netflix, we, short, we, we, we put the short on here and boom, look at that happen. Boom, we're up, we're up in the negative. So we're about $90 down on that. We'll see kind of how that one that one works. Um, uh, it may be, uh, you know, we may have to we may have to get uh, we we may have to abandon it. But right now, uh, if you, we look at the at the live chart on it, uh, basically, you know, we, we it it did kind of it did kind of bottom here, but it's still trading below that ten uh, day line. So I'm pretty confident that I think that you know we have a little bit of extra time on this one. We're going to let it roll. And see how it moves downwards. Uh, uh, moves, moves downwards. Of course, these are the bear put spreads. This is kind of a sort of a, a more uh, a safer way to to uh, bet against the market. Um, basically, you take a a, a put, uh, an upper put, and a lower put, and the spread is the amount of risk that you can in, uh, in, uh, incur. Um, so, so that in that's sort of the Netflix trade here uh, on the QQQ. Same situation. Of course, the Q's traded up today, uh, and this this thread is less attractive than it was. Um, you know, less attractive than it was. But I, I, you know, if we continue in the downward trend, um, as I believe we're going to, this one will will pay off. But but currently, we did have a we have did have dead cat bounce today up to about the 10-day line. So the trend of the Qs, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you're playing it, is downward. So that's kind of going to give us a little bit of a, uh, you know, potentially a little bit of a um, little bit of a profit, hopefully, after it turns around. But right now we're negative on the uh, bear put spread on the Qs. Um, currently, I only have one stock long. Can you believe that? I'm trying to build rebuild my portfolio, but Right now, I'm essentially cash and short. Um, I do own Chevron, and that was up today. That's the only stock that I own long, um, you know, and it's pretty much uh, fairly safe stock in this market because, of course, the price of oil, um, the market just is still, even with the snapback in the price of the tech stocks, the market still is really favoring these big 
dividend type stocks and you know chevron is kind of one of the biggest i think it's been a dividend aristocrat for like 100 years or something because you know it originally was you know was chevron and then it was tex standard oil california and then it was chevron and then it was chevron texaco and so it's it's a it's been it's been pretty reliable payer over the years up after hours and i do think it's it's starting to make a move higher to the buy point i did buy it low at, at, on the reversal so you know that's been kind of a uh Kind of a kind of a look kind of a look on that one all right um so let's go to the questions thank you for holding on happy friday the 13th i hope everyone's doing well out there let's take a question from jay um i took a bounce to buy puts on netflix you know i think uh you know what i i do believe i do believe that netflix will go lower even though i'm sticking in the in the trade here um i i, I think it will you know it's just um, everything you know, this was a sort of a relief rally, um, uh, and so on these relief rallies, sometimes you get um, you get these you get these bounces, and that's I think that's pretty much what it was today. I think that was sort of what happened on this. It was a it was a bounce, and uh, so you know it came down, uh, and then it, it popped up a little bit today. But after hours, it's starting to show some weakness. So I don't think it's I don't think it's really out of character that you are buying puts. I, that's not a bad, that's not a bad play here uh, because I do see it going lower. I mean, I really do. I mean, um, by the end of the year, I, I was reading a little bit, doing a little bit of re more research on Netflix. They're going to be probably mostly um, doing the, uh, they're, they're mostly going to be doing paid advertising, I'm afraid. So uh, I definitely think it's going to move down, but uh but I don't think I don't think that's a bad idea because you know it's 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 rallied, and I think it's a good time to probably you know possibly a good time. Just depends on how you got in there, but uh, that does sound like a reasonable, uh, you know that, that sounds very reasonable. So, hey, uh, any thoughts about PAG and M USA Murphy USA? Interesting company. Um, this one is doing well. I'm just gonna take a look at M USA first, uh, and this one is doing very very strong. This is a healthy company. It's interestingly enough, my office up here on Preston Road here in Dallas, right next door, they're building a brand new Murphy USA. Can you believe it? So I have actual, you know, real experience with this, but I definitely like this cup with handle. It's got a 98 relative strength. You know, I'm very, I'm not very much long in the market right now. I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much short the market, but if you're looking for the place to buy, this is not a bad one. Look at that retail in recessions. Uh, I've done some reading up on this in recessions. One of the things that does very well typically are convenience stores, even with the high prices. So, um, so, you know, this, this, this does look very good. I mean, look at the relative strength, 98 on the relative strength. And we have the relative strength line. These are actually different. It's actually pointing up. So, you know, this, this is not a bad uh, you know, this is not a bad place. It's it's got a cup with handle. Uh, it, it's 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 got a cup with handle um, buy point. So let's take a look at the buy point on this one. Uh, I'm not in this one, but it's got a hundred percent checklist, which is excellent. Um, we've got on the pattern recognition. You know, we're basically you know we're up from the pivot. We're just below. Um, even though it doesn't show up here on the pattern recognition, we're just kind of right at essentially a uh we're, we're essentially at a cup with handle um with a 195.68 so that's down here 
So this is really a consolidation. This is probably going to move higher. My only concern is in this market, you just have to put your stop losses in. So here's what I would do if I were buying it, if I bought this one, which I didn't buy, I would be putting in my stop loss probably uh, basically at uh, very, very, as close as I could get to that 10-day line. The 10-day line currently 238. So what I would do on this one is, um, you know, I would put it at 238. That's where I put my stop on this one uh, to protect yourself. But it does look like it's moving higher. So uh, not a bad, not a bad one. Uh, if you if you need to be in the market, um, this yeah, MUSA is definitely uh, definitely a good good look on that one because it is in a good area even in a recession. People need the convenience stores, and they did really do very very well. Also, Penske, another great company as well. You know, Penske is not just rental. Um, you know, not just rate. You know, they got the racing team, but they also have. Uh, all of these um, uh, these these uh, car stores all over the place. So uh, there were along with Lithia Motors, uh, and uh, I guess the other one would be um, oh I can't remember the other one. But um, yeah, this is definitely in this space. This Penske definitely good. The buy point on Penske on a consolidation basis one fourteen thirty four. So that's looking pretty good. There's been, even though this this wholesale uh, automobile group is not the greatest, uh, the profits in this group are excellent because we still have that shortage of um, of parts. Uh, used car prices are still very high. The dealers, not the company, not the not the manufacturers, but the dealers, are doing very very well in this market. So people do have to buy cars, and you know if they're buying used, which a lot of people are, they're definitely paying up for them. So. One of the, there's a, there's a little bit of concern here, but their numbers are solid. Penske is a solid company, 21% increase in terms of their sales. But what's really interesting is that they have 113% increase in their profits. So they're very strong. They've got a, a, a upward trending relative strength line 95. So I think that's a good buy too, if you have to be in the market now. I don't. We're still in a market. The market trend, uh, the overall market trend is still downward. I mean. That's that's one that's one thing you've got to you, to really kind of look at. Um, the market trend is still downward. So if we look over at the um, at the S and P 500, um, basically we're still, as you can see, you know, I mean, we're just still in this downward trend. Now, of course, there are some companies, and you brought up two of them that are excellent, uh, but we're we're just in this downward trend, and this is what makes it so hard to be long here. Uh, it, 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 it's so, it's so, it's so difficult to be long because, um, of this, of the situation that we have with the, um, uh, you know, this, the situation that we have with the overall market, the overall market is not healthy, but the individual stocks that you're talking about are, um, so what would I do here? Well, you know, I, I don't know if we're at a point that we're going to reverse, but I would be, I, you know, I would be careful about going too large in the position. I'd only go with a half position. And what do I mean by that? Well, if you take your portfolio, you divide it by eight, that gives you about eight pizza slices. That's one full position. A half a position is half of that or about, um, you know, instead of 12.25%, uh, instead of 12.5% of your portfolio, it's only about eight point uh, eight and a quarter percent. So that's the maximum I'll go in. 
uh, on, uh, I mean, uh, 6.25. That's the maximum I would go in on either Penske or on MUSA. But they're both very good. But this is the problem here. You know, even with the update today, we're still in this downward trend. So you have to be a little bit, a little bit careful, a little bit, a little bit careful. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much for watching the show. I appreciate it. And a happy um, uh, Charles, happy um, uh, Friday the 13th for you. Yeah. All right. Uh, can you can you tell me uh, uh, can you tell me if Boeing is a good short? Well, you know, I have been shorting Boeing. Uh, I want to show you kind of the, the progress on that one. I have a what they call a bear put spread on this one, uh, and that's kind of the that's kind of the situation here. Uh, even though it did move up a little bit today, I think based on the news, I definitely think Boeing is unfortunately, or you know, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, I think Boeing is going lower. I mean, this is the chart. This is the chart here for Boeing, and it is definitely, you know, it's just not looking good. Now, this is where I shorted it here. As you can see, it was kind of, it came down and then it kind of consolidated and then, you know, and then it lost strength. That's, that's one of my favorite places to short it if I can do that. Uh, there was a dead cat bounce today. You can see there was some volume that came in, but you know, this, this, this stock, you know, you could short it here. I mean, it might be a little bit more dangerous to short it here, to be honest with you. I shorted it above 150. I definitely think it's moving lower though. So Here's what you could do. If, you, if you're going to do it, you want to do it. Um, if we get a rally, I wouldn't short it here, but if we got a rally up to maybe 150, and that's a little bit kind of where the 10-day line is, if we got a rally to about there, that would be a good place to short it. Um, I don't know if we're going to get another chance because after hours, it's going down lower, and I think it's going to, I think it's going to continue lower, to be honest with you. So. Um, it, it, I think Boeing is a good short, but really more, um, you know, really more a little bit of time ago. So about a month ago, uh, hope all's, Hey, thank you, man. Uh, well, I'm not really crushing it. <laughs> I'm mostly in cash and short, so not really crushing it, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging there. Thanks for the comment. Really appreciate it. Really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, Hey. This is just this is just one of those old yeah the old adage is you know go away in May it's just it's just a tough month to trade I don't know why this is the case I don't know why but May just typically is not one of your better months it's just it just isn't and that and it's holding true this year so I think we're going to be relatively flat through the summer um, because we got this inflation thing is going to be more serious unfortunately um, but. Um, I do think that, you know, when we will bottom eventually, and it'll be, it'll be very weird. It'll be like, what will happen is nobody will want to buy anything. And then that will be the signal. So right now, I think, you know, because people are buying on the dips, like we got today, I think, <laughs> I think we're going to be flat or lower by the end of summer. But once we're through that, I think that, uh, yeah, we might, we might get some nice, uh, we might, might get some nice bounce. Um, all right, Home Depot, um, Lowe's, and um, uh, and uh, Walmart. Uh, which one do you like the best? Let's take a look. These are all kind of safety stocks. Um, let's look at Walmart first. 
WMT, um, you know, because people do have to eat out there. And, you know, Walmart is, uh, is, you know, one of the big, one of the big players in this, in the field. So do I like this one? Not really. But one thing I will show you on this Walmart chart is that we are definitely above that, that 50, that 200 day line. And let me just kind of point this out. And this is kind of, this is a little bit, a, a little bit nerdy here, but you notice how the, 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 the 200-day line is moving up. That's a very good sign. That means that, that that money is coming into this issue, even though the overall trend is down. <coughs> so I do think that it looks like it's gotten some support there. So I definitely <coughs> I definitely like Walmart's own action. Uh, even in this market, I think it's very strong. Um I definitely like the fact that, you know, we're out of the techs, we're into something that, you know, Walmart is going to sell stuff regardless, even if, you know, even if the market, and, and please, and I hope the market doesn't do this, but even if the market goes down more. Now, let's like a look at Home Depot. I don't like Home Depot as much. It's also in a downward trend as well. Uh, but notice, and this is really, really key, it's below this black line, and that's the 200-day moving average. Now, it's pretty much flat, but it's starting to turn over and down. So I would eliminate here. I would eliminate Home Depot just based on the technicals. Um, it may it may bounce very nicely. I mean, people are going to have to repair their homes. It looks like it's bouncing after hours, and it was up. So I definitely think we're going to see a bounce here. But you know what? I wouldn't buy this one until after earnings, and I'm not as inclined to buy this one as Walmart because – um, of the technical a aspects. I think Walmart is set up better than um, Home Depot right now. Uh, but let's look at the other one, kind of the three horsemen of the apocalypse here, <laughs> and that's Lowe's. Um, you know, and Lowe's is really, you know, the real competition for um, for Home Depot, I mean, uh, out there. Another thing with Lowe's, similar pattern to, similar chart pattern to Home Depot, we're below that 200-day line. The line is still is still ascending, just barely. So if uh, if I had to rank these in order of which ones I would buy, Walmart would be number one, Lowe's would be number two, and and taking up the rear would be Home Depot. But I don't recommend Home Depot because based on the 200-day moving average, uh, let's go back to that one. Um, based on the 200-day moving average line, I believe that. The, the air is starting to just leak out of the tire right now with Home Depot. It's not a bad company, just I just think that the, the overall enthusiasm for this company is waning. So my take on it is that uh, if I'm looking at these three, um, if, if, I'm look, if I'm looking at these three, I'm basically going to be looking at um, probably Walmart is going to be the one that uh, I probably will take. All right, um, Merg. Oh, yeah, go with Murphy USA. MUSA. Um, I, I agree with it. I think here's the thing about Murphy USA. MUSA. Let's go back to that one. Um, one of the things I like about MUSA is that it's in the um, it's 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 uh, in the convenience store and the retailing business. And right now, at least during the summer, the prices for gasoline are going to be very high. Unfortunately. And these convenience stores are going to make money. Now, one of the advantages that Murphy USA has, I don't know if they're going to make a whole lot of money on the gasoline, but Murphy USA, at least here in the Dallas area, has some of the lowest prices. So people come in and they shop at their stores. So I suspect they're going to do well. 
And, um, you know, I think the chart is, 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 is reflecting that. Uh, it's got a relative, you know, it's a 98 relative strength, which is very, very strong. And the relative strength line is pointing upward. And that's showing accumulation. Also, notice on Murphy USA, notice how this 200-day line is pointed up. Notice how that's coming up. That means that capital is flowing into this issue. Also, we have the correct uh, alignment of, of index lines. The 200-day is moving up. The 50-day is moving up. The 21-day is moving up. And we're currently above the 10-day line. So there is capital coming into this issue. Um, you know, there, there is capital coming into this issue. As you can see, we're 4% above that 10-day line. So there's money coming into this issue. So I agree with you. Um, I think I think uh, um, uh, I, I think that Murphy USA now Mur M U R. This is the refining company uh, side of the business for Murphy US, for Murphy. I think they split. I think it was originally the same company that they they split. Now this chart is M U R is not as good a chart as uh, Murphy USA, as you can see. Now, let's, let me see if I can uh, get rid of some of my notations on here. Just get rid of my notations. But as you can see, we came up here to this pivot 40 at 4020 back in um, back in the beginning, basically the end part of March. And then it, it moved past that. But it ran into some resistance, and unfortunately, that's taken it down. Now, it's starting to adjust back up, but MUR, Murphy Oil Company, is not as good as MUSA. MUSA is the better of the two, um, and that's just what the chart is saying. Um, but, you know, we still have money coming into it. There's, there's strength coming into it because if you take a look at the 200-day line, you'll see that it's ascending. That is bullish. That means that money is coming into this issue. It's just that currently it's not as good a chart as, um, uh, as MUSA, uh, which, is, which is a little bit better chart right now, as you can see. It's an upward trend. Not only is it an upward trend, but it is moving above that 10-day line. So of the two, I think that uh, really the MUSA is the one uh, that, that is pretty much the best right now. All right, thank you very much, George, for that. Uh, AMD, let's look at AMD and Apple. Um, AMD has been struggling as of late. I mean, it's a it's a class company, but let me show you the problems that at least I'm seeing in AMD. And part of the reason why I've been staying out of tech is uh, even what I consider world class uh, companies like um, uh, like AMD are not faring as well. And you can see it on the chart. We have a downward trend now. Even though, let's let's kind of look at that. Even though we have essentially a flat 200-day moving average, and that means that money is not really coming. Not that much money is is flowing in or flowing out. It's about even. It's still the overall price is in a downward trend, and this is really the fact. What's happening here is, as you can tell, it's coming down like this. What's happening is. The institutional buyers are selling. The retail buyers are buying. That's not a good situation. I don't think you want to be in that in that in that situation. So right now, I just wouldn't buy uh, AMD, and and not because it's not a good company. It is a great company, but it's just not at a good phase. So so I think you just got to put it on a watch list, 
and not do anything with it. Um, right now, the texts just still aren't still aren't are still aren't working. Um, one eighty-two out of one ninety-seven. So this is in the bottom twenty percent of all stocks right now in terms of their price action. So we don't want to probably be in these stocks. Not that they're not good companies, but we want to be that we want to find out when these things turn, when these things base and turn. And what do I mean by that? Well, eventually it will come down and then it will come into equilibrium and will create a base. That's what we have here in this pattern here. And then when it creates a base, if the market changes with a follow through day, then that's where you buy it. The signal to buy, and this is not easy. I had to learn this. This is very painful learning this, is that when you're in a downward trend like we're in now, you have to just sit on your hands and you have to wait until we have what they call a follow-through day. And what a follow-through day is, is essentially it is four consecutive up days on either uh, one of the major indexes like the Dow or the S&P 500 or the NASDAQ. And unfortunately, we are not in that situation. Even though today is considered an up day because we had an up day on the Dow, um, we are still three at, at, at the very closest. We are three days away from really a buying signal. And that would be on Wednesday of next week if we had four consecutive updates. So we just got to start the count. And um, so right now it's really not a good time to be in the market until we get a signal that we're moving higher. And I don't think that's going to be the case. Unfortunately, I think that, uh, you know, we're probably going to be going sideways for a while. Not an easy market to trade at all very volatile. Matter of fact, if you want to trade options, the best, probably the best options to trade are going to be iron condors. So I'm going to be looking at putting out some iron condors out there because they they, they can deal with the volatility, but we're still in a downward trend. So really right now, unfortunately, the best place to be, I believe, is cash. And, um, you know, and that's not the easiest thing to be in because you want to, you want to be proactive, but sometimes in the market, you just until there's direction because we're trend traders, you just have to wait, and it's very hard to wait. Apple, the same thing. We did get a bounce on Apple, which is fortunate, but it's off after hours. You know, here's the problem with Apple, man. Apple, up until you know, on Monday, Apple was the most valuable company in the world. Okay, basically, it here today, Apple is the number two most valuable company in the world, Saudi Aramco which is 90% owned by the Saudi royal family, is the most valuable company. So it's amazing how just this just this amount down from about a 155 down to 140, how, how much that changed the differences of, of the, the, how much that changed this company. Right now, um, you know, right now there's, they're starting to, the, 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 the 200-day moving average is starting to turn lower, starting to level out and turn lower. So, I think that, you know, a lot of the big funds are going to be selling some of their positions, trimming their positions in Apple. So I would not recommend going into it because I think you're fighting against people that have gains. They're going to say, well, you know, I have gains in Apple. Uh, it's time for me to get out now. And, and one of the things that Apple has, and I, I just want to kind of illustrate this on the chart, is that it has what they call overhead resistance. And what it is is that when, come, when people buy stuff and it moves up, and they don't sell it when it gets to a point where it's come even and then it's going, going down and then it reverses, people will, will sell a lot because they'll say, well, I, I just got to get out of this. 
So Apple has a lot of overhead resistance, and this is this is not a good situation. So I would trim my position in Apple. I would not be a buyer in Apple because the minute you know, every time we're going to get these little upticks, we're going to get lots of selling action because of the people that are trapped up here. This is called overhead resistance. So with the overhead resistance in Apple, I just think it's a tough uh, it's a tough place to be. So uh, I would not be. Um, I, I, I would not. I would not be a buyer of Apple at this point. I just wouldn't. Um, let's. Charles is uh, interested in ARLP. Let's look at ARLP. A look at that. Oh, interesting. Um, production and okay of coal. Okay, well, coal. Coal's the place to be, Charles. I mean, I think you're right. This is this is a strong group. Energy coal, number one group. Um, you know, is this viable? You know, I again because it's a downward trending market, I wouldn't want I don't want that much exposure, but this does not look bad at all to me. Um, I mean I think that you know we're just gonna have more um I think we're likely to have more pain and and you know coal is what's gonna be used for, for generating electricity. I mean, you know, this there is a coal you know, there's the coal demand. Um, um, there's coal demand out there. So uh, this 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 looks like a pretty good stock to me. I hadn't been following this one, but uh, you know, let's look at the checklist. I mean, this has got an 89 checklist. The only thing it's really uh, lacking is the is the earnings per share rating. Let's take a look at the fundamentals and see on this one. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, look at this. I mean, every quarter it is moving up in terms of their sales. Their last uh, their, their their last report and that was just just happened. They were up forty five percent in terms of their um, of their shipments and in, in terms of their sales and their and their prices and their and their uh, their profits forty seven percent. Notice how closely this is correlated because it's a commodity. Notice how closely that's correlated. Um, you know that's typically true with commodities. Obviously, the more they the more they ship, the more they sell, the more profits they make. But uh, this is looking good. I mean, if you if you need to be in the market, you know, this is still the area to be in is the, uh, you know, this is still the area to be in, in the market uh, is is the either coal or oil or, you know, or commodities like that. I mean, it's uh, it's sad, but, you know, I mean, this is what's happening. I mean, I don't know if you saw this uh, this headline, but, you know, they're having food riots right now in Sri Lanka because of the these higher oil prices and fertilizer prices. It's, it's tragic. I mean, they're literally, they're they're literally, uh, you know, uh, trying to, to to burn the houses of the politicians down there. Um, so, you know, these areas, coal, fertilizer, oil, these are all areas that people need. So, not so much on the metals because, uh, but the but the oils, the the food and the and the, and the energy, and those are the areas that are going to still probably do well this uh, at least this uh, year. All right, uh, let's take a look at Troy. Thanks, Troy. Um, C-R-E-S-Y. Let's see if we can take a look at it. Okay. Just yeah. thinking about it. <laughs> Looks like I got something. Nope. Not, not getting it, huh? Why am I not getting it? C-R-E-S-Y. There we go. Okay, is this an ADR? 
okay. So this is the ADR that uh, is agricultural, liking that. Argentina, liking that. I, I was looking at this one. It's interesting you bring this up, Troy. This is uh, this was on one of my screens. It's come down here a little bit, and it's it's touching the uh, the two hundred day line. But I think this one I think this one is really tremendous because Argentina is one of the largest uh, grain producers in the world. Now this is a Luxembourg based company. This is one I'm thinking about, and uh, it's a REIT. It's a REIT, but the, I think they're I think I don't know. If, well, I guess they're the headquarters are in Argentina, but. One of the things about things about Argentina is Argentina has some of the lowest prices of the world because they are they have incredible inflation and they need dollars. They need U.S. dollars to pay off their their dollar denominated debt. So a lot of the exports that are coming out of um, Argentina right now are the cheapest in the world in terms of pricing. So I, I agree with you. I think this is a very, very interesting situation. Um, it does have a downward trend. This is a little bit, a little bit more of a risk, obviously, but uh, this, this, this is actually pretty good. I mean, right now we're, we've pulled back to the 200-day line, but there, we might get a reversal on this one. And this is an interesting area, even though this says finance reach uh, here. It's really this is really agricultural land. This is agricultural farmland in Argentina, and and um, so. I definitely like this one. Um, I definitely like it. I've actually, I've, I've actually seen this one on a few screens. I was looking at pulling the trigger on it. Here's the thing: it, it's a very volatile. Uh, it's come down, and it looks like it's getting support at the 200-day line. That's where you want to see in this market. That's where you want to get the support. You really don't want to buy anything below that. But, but, uh, and, and look, the relative strength line has been coming down. It's still really strong, 93% relative against the rest of the market, meaning this in the top seven percent. It's come down in the last few few days, but it looks like it may start moving back up. Uh, if you'll notice, the the 21 day exponential has now crossed below the the um, uh, below the uh, 50. This is not in the short term. This is not necessarily a good pattern, but if it can get support here, and it looks like it is starting to, this definitely could go higher. No question about it. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I like this one. I definitely like this one. Um, and again, I, it, it appeared on a few of my screens, so you know, I don't know how uh, how, that, how that's doing, but I think I think it's I think it's doing fairly good. All right, let's see. Um, here's uh, Mark Mer spread. Yeah, I like this one. One fifty to make three fifty. I like I like those odds, Mark. I think um, I hope, hope things are good uh, there in Rhode Island. Uh, I do. I definitely like those numbers. I mean, I think that uh, you know we may get. Hopefully, one or two days of a of a nice upward trend, um, but uh, yeah, I uh, I think that MER, MUSA is definitely an upward trend, but MER is not. So I think that that probably you're more aligned there. This is this is I guess you're talking about the thirty five yeah thirty five uh, the debit call spread. Okay, okay, I um, okay. So this is a this is a bullish spread. Um, yeah, I mean I think. Uh, I think that could work. I definitely think that could work. Interesting, interesting numbers on it too. All right, let's take uh, Dan SLV. Let's get SLV there. All right. Oh, Silver Trust. You know, I I'm not as much of a gold bug or a silver bug as a lot of other people are. So you notice this one is moving down. I think you better be care. I think you, I think it's best to be careful. With this one, and part of the reason, the part of the reason I, I I say be cautious on this one, 
is look at what's happens to Bitcoin. I know these aren't co correlated, but basically Bitcoin and silver are kind of, they're, they're theoretically stores of wealth. And Bitcoin has taken it on the chin and it looks like, I, I think people can get killed in silver. So I just wouldn't be interested in, in a silver ETF right now. I know that everyone says the thing to do is buy silver and all that. And I, I, I've heard this a million times with inflation, but it doesn't appear to be holding up. What appears to be holding up in this market is oil and um, and, and foodstuffs. So I just, I, I can't recommend, uh, I can't recommend this one in this market. I know that sounds strange. Cash is king. It, it, it's really bizarre, but the best hedge in in high inflation times like this, believe it or not, is cash. And, and and you say, well, Jim, that's how can that be? Because cash is losing all this value. Why would that be? Well, because everything else is losing value faster. And if you have cash, when this thing bottoms, you're, there's going to be some buys, both in real estate and in stocks. So the thing about owning cash right now, even though it has it's losing value, there are there are other things that are losing value faster. So relative to those it's actually performing very well. As a matter of fact, the two best asset classes in the last quarter have been cash and rental properties. <laughs> Fortunately, I was able to buy some rentals down in, uh, down in the Houston suburb of Conroe, Texas. We bought some new homes down there. We're lucky to do it. Um, but uh, those are performing well, and uh, it's just a, it's a weird thing. So let's look at TLT. Uh, that's the bond fund. And with TLT, you know, again, we've got this downward trend. I just, you know, bonds are getting assassinated right now. So I just wouldn't want to be in either of these down. Uh, not trying to be negative, but I just would not be. I, I would not want to be in these. I would not. Why? Um, I, I would not. Um, uh, I, I would not want to be in this. Um, I, I would not want to be in this. In the downward trend. All right. Uh, let's take, we've got a few more questions, and I think that's going to be it. Um, da, 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 da. All right. Let's take one for James. Thank you. Can you check out ADM, Arthur Daniels, Men and Agriculture and Tobacco? I know this is a good, this is a, you know, by the way, this is the one too. They also benefit from the oil because of ethanol. They have some very powerful senators in the Midwest that um, made it so that you have to have 10% uh, 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 ethanol, which is ridiculous. Um, and of course, that's made from corn. And I guess who makes it? ADM. And of course, they, they pay off the government a lot. <laughs> but uh, I'm not a particularly, this is a very politically active company. Um, in the short term, not looking as good. It's pulled down here. Uh, and then it's bouncing here. The question is, is it going to get support here? So I'm, you know, it, it does look like it's got a little bit of stuff with after hours. But here's the thing: even though it's in the food grain related, which is a which is a very good area, I just can't get into it right now. And the reason is, is I just it is above the 200-day line. There is capital moving into it, as you can see by the 200-day line moving upwards. That shows capital moving into the issue. Um, but but there are some warning signs, and the warning signs are this: take a look at this green line. This is the 21-day moving average. It's crossing below that 50-day. So in the short term, and this obviously is shown, there is a downward trend on this. So I would not buy ADM at this level. Why? Because it's in a short-term downtrend. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it sounds like a good play, but the, the, the chart is telling me differently. 
So I would not buy, I would not buy it uh, in that short-term trend. All right. Uh, okay. G uh, thank you. Hello, Mark. Doing good. <laughs> I'm glad to see. Um, oh, great. Uh, and all right. So um, I'm kind of at the end here. It's about 45 minutes into the show. Thank you, everyone, for taking a look at the show. Really, I need your help, though. Please, please, please. Uh, and thank you for bringing this up, Charles. So appreciate it. Uh, if you could, uh, I mean, this is really easy. You know, I'd love it, of course, if you subscribe to the channel. That would be excellent. But um, if you could just, just, just by, just by hitting that like button, it helps me so much. Uh, believe it or not. I mean, I didn't when I started this thing. I didn't realize how important that like button was, but it is. It's really important. So please like it. And uh, everybody, I hope that you have a great uh, weekend. I know I'm going to have a great week. It's really hot here in Dallas. Um, but uh, but hopefully I'll be out and about down at the lake. There's a lake near my house, right? Pretty much down the street from my house here in Dallas, White Rock Lake. And uh, so everybody, happy trading. And I'll be back on Monday. Thanks, everybody, for watching. I so appreciate it. And uh, if you're not already a member, of the action trailers, you can just easily do it by going to www.dallastradingfloor. So uh, without further ado, everybody, uh, happy Friday the 13th and happy trading. <laughs>